We have Maori Letuani of Lahumo Capitals uh, on the line. Um, Maori, welcome to the show. We saw the results from retailers, uh, Massmart and Wilders out today. Not good. What were, what are your thoughts? Well, certainly. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Rick, and good afternoon to your listeners. Uh, certainly, uh, very, very negative numbers um, coming from those two retailers uh, there. Uh, just to start with uh, Massmart, of course. I mean that is uh, a, a true reflection of a South African company. You know, if you want to really gouge the uh, performance of our economy, you have to look at Masmat. Um, not uh, a good performance there, uh, yeah. painting the picture of an economy that's struggling. Yeah, they're the biggest, the second biggest uh, retailer in South Africa, sales down 2.2% to 42 billion rand, um, and the headline earnings per share down 20% to 133 cents. Um, and uh, as you say, you know, that is not a good result and it shows the pressures. No, it does. I mean, the South African consumers are under a lot of pressure. The economy is not growing and they just don't have money to spend on, on these uh, retail stores. And I mean, you see the shop price numbers that came out uh, also a couple of days ago, um, saying the same, painting the same picture. And also when you look at the Woolworths as well, the same uh, picture that, that that's reflecting there of a, uh, an economy that's not performing uh, very well, mm. but of course the Woolworths one now is a double whammy because um, also the, uh, the the company that that they, that they bought in Australia is also not performing very well. The David Jones, so there's pressure on both sides uh, for for Woolworths. Yeah, just uh, we saw Donald Trump tweet last night again. Um, I think to the uh, horror of his advisors, and and he said South Africa's uh, land policy is um, racially motivated, and that the South African government is now seizing land from white farmers. Uh, what do you make of that? Look, it's, uh, it's obviously very worrying um, that that we have uh, the U.S. president obviously, uh, you know, taking. And the information, I guess, is the the publication where the the the, the information was published. It's uh, one of the highly rated uh, publication, um, Cato Institute. That publication is quite highly rated, so their views would certainly be taken quite serious. So I'm not really blaming uh, Donald Trump to you know suggest uh, or even propose that there be an investigation. But what worries me is just in terms of the discrepancies, just the amount of um, lies that, that has been communicated through that publication. So that's very worrying how, you know, fake news, if, if you like, can actually spread like that to say the South African constitution is already changed. Um, and, and, and of course, you know, that, that that's very worrying. But I think for me, it's going forward, you know, what this means uh, for, for South Africa. I think if the U.S. president, which certainly South Africa benefits from, uh, those uh, trade deals that we have with them, just to mention a few, uh, they are go at the deal that we have. Uh, if that gets impacted because of the negative relationship that we have uh, or that we could potentially have with the U.S., that will certainly be very negative for our country. Um, you know, Donald Trump is not obviously the person that uh, acts in a rational way at times. We know him, and we've seen how he, you know, he reacts or how he's treated Turkey, for example. So if there was any... If that that was to happen to South Africa, that would certainly be very negative for economy. Yeah. And, um, but hopefully that's something that they can uh, resolve and clarify and get the facts straight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and ironically, Cyril Ramaphosa wrote a very good article in the Financial Times 
we actually uh, clearly states that the right of property ownership in South Africa is entrenched and that the land reform policy um, is uh, aimed to reduce inequality between black and white South Africans um, and uh, aimed at urban and unused um, areas, uh, which does make sense. Uh, but hopefully that will qu- clarify some negative perceptions um, and, and, and some of the negative attitudes towards South Africa from international or potential international investors. No, certainly. I mean, I think in that uh, publication uh, that he's referring to, in fact, they make a comparison between this, our, the way we're implementing the policy and saying we, it's almost the Zimbabwean style uh, kind of a, you know, a strategy, so which is also which is not true um, at all, especially if you you're sitting uh, from a South African perspective, because um, indeed that's exact. That's not what is happening in, in in the country. We're not implementing the Zimbabwean style. It will not help the country if we were uh, implementing the Zimbabwean style. And I think the president has been very clear, and many others um, who advocate, or who, they've been very clear in terms of what what needs to be done and how they're going to do it. And, of course, we're still in consultation, and the, the, the bill is currently, there's still consultation with different um, communities, and, and, and nothing is confirmed as, as, as it is. And I think to make a reference or inferences that we've already made it, they've already made a decision and, and the constitution has already been changed, it's absolute lie, and that needs to be really clarified. Yeah. Um, I just hope that that message becomes uh, the narrative from every single platform from within government and the ruling party uh, so that we don't get mixed messages because that just stirs the emotion. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Maori. That's Maori Letsuane from Lehumo Investments. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. From myself, Raik Vinikark and the MoneyWeb team, thanks for tuning in.